On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. There's a lot of news in the world today. News that might surprise you, startle you, upset, or maybe impress. News that's not always for the faint of heart. That's why the man who failed his way to success, Heath Oaks, is stepping up. Tackling today's headlines with ignorance on fire in a way only a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with your host, Heath Oaks. So what's interesting is my whole life, every time I've said my name, people go, Keith, Pete, and I was going, Heath, like the Heath bar, you know, and, I, <laughs> and it has a lot to do with my accent, but sure. um, our guest today, Marcia, her husband's name is Keith, and so like when Keith and I are, and we're all like together and like somebody comes up and we don't know him, we introduce like, they never understand him either on his name, and then they come to me and they're like Keith and no Heath, like, and it's like okay, so it's not there's something with the Keith and Heath thing that throw them off. But we got our guest Marcia in today, first time. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and so I was just talking about it because that's her fault. Her name is spelled M A R Z I A. It's not her fault. Her and name I've is always called her Marzia. <laughs> <laughs> and so I found out today it's Marcia, right? Uh-huh. Marcia, And yes. so I told her that that's her fault because she has never corrected me on all that. And we, we've all hung out many times. Many times. Um, together that um, she's never corrected me till telling me today that it's Marcia. And I'm like, well, now it's going to be trouble for me to say the right thing because now I'm going to have it. Marcia. Hey, when your name has been butchered your entire life, yeah. you're like, whatever. Just, <laughs> just whatever. roll with it. <laughs> and then Zach and Matt is always on the on. What's up, guys? Hello, Marcia. Welcome to Hello. the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm curious. Uh, how many conversations? How was there ever a conversation on the drive home with your husband Keith when he was like Marzia, and you're like, "Don't worry about it. <laughs> he doesn't know. It's fine." Like, <laughs> did that ever yeah, actually, he did not know my name for a while. Okay. Yes, for a couple of weeks. He's yeah. like, "Is it Marisa? Marisa? Oh, Marcia?" Yeah. <laughs> like he was like, "I don't know. Is what is it?" Right. Well, hi. So, how did you two get? Tangled up with each other. I know we're going to talk about it in the third segment. I don't yes, want to get too far into it, legit, but just cursory here because I don't know. Yeah. A legit blind date before Google and where you can go on Facebook and stuff. Really? Yes. Oh, legitly. Wow. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. Well, that's very It's charming. rare these days. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, no, so a straight up blind date. Blind date. So we blind have the date. same you hair guy. Y'all didn't see pictures or anything? Nothing. We have the same hair guy. Yeah. And so he had just broke off an engagement. I had been divorced. Yeah. We've been single for a while. And then my hair guy's like, hey, let me set you guys up. And I'm like, I'm not going on a blind date. That was my first <laughs> and last blind date. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw him and I was like, he was a Southern gentleman. He opened yeah. my door. He was so nice. I'm like, I'm going to give this guy a second shot. Yeah. There you go. There wow. you go. On the oh, she's already on the show. Yeah. I love it. Keith and I, Keith and I get along very well. We have very much so very many similarities, I think. You um, do. We always, do. whenever we're out with a bunch of group or whatever, Keith and I always end up usually kind of just chatting with each other for a while. So. Well, how did, how did you meet Mark? Jenny. Mar- Marcia. Marcia, there God, you go. I'm gonna, I, I wrote it. it down. I looked down. I was like, Marcia. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. I'm not going to correct you for a couple months. It'll yeah. be great. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. That'll be the next segment. Perfect. Yeah. Through through my wife, Jenny, and, and all of that kind of intermingle of all, right. all the friends that everybody's all friends of friends. And 
I dig it. Yeah. Well. And we're gonna on the third segment. What we'll do is obviously with the with the new guest is always get into kind of um, Marcia's story mm-hmm. and kind of talk about the business she has. She has a business and has for uh, quite some time. And um, we're gonna kind of get into her story and, and kind of the business she's in and and seeing if maybe there's some stuff that for some of our listeners that she may be able to help them out with as well. So we'll do that in the third segment of this episode. But we got to get it kicked off here with this first <laughs> headline, which I I just I. I gotta say, I'm just I'm in awe of the ingenuity, you know, like <laughs> sure. like it's like a you want to respect you want to have some respect, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, um, but but you can't. No. So no. What, tell us a little bit about it, Zach. <laughs> yes, uh, the headline is cheerleader allegedly brings pot brownies to school for homecoming queen votes. <laughs> Michigan high school student allegedly baked pot brownies, twelve of them, for for classmates in an effort to gain homecoming queen votes. Hartford Patrolman Michael Prince, no relation, I assume, no. uh, <laughs> who is investigating the incident, told WWMT TV some of the brownies, nine of which are still unaccounted for <laughs> and at large, are, were given to football players. I'm sure they're not at large. I haven't yeah. Yeah, no, belly no, somewhere. No, no. yeah. Uh, we're giving the football players in goodie bags as a way to campaign for homecoming queen. Uh, the school confirmed the report involved students are being dealt with according to district policies and student handbooks. No word on if the brownies won her the homecoming queen title. <laughs> Whoever Bummer. confiscated the brownies probably took the last remaining ones. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the confiscation is in their bellies. Those, they're, they're, you ain't gonna find them. Those, those school cops, they know what's going on, yeah. Oh, they do. Oh, dear. So, disclaimer, kids listening, do not make pot brownies for people. <laughs> Let's make that very clear. Yeah, come on. This is hilarious. Um, I have to applaud her ingenuity, her creativity, right. her thinking. She obviously has a drive and determination to win. Like she's True. like she wants to be the best, right? And she's hitting up the A string football team for it. She knows what's up. Well, she knows, she knows, the, structure. She knows, she knows the strings she, to pull yeah. for her people to get what she wants. She's like, you know what? That right there will make will win me votes. Yep, it's called networking. True. It is. Yeah. yeah. So, so you got to applaud that. Um, and politics. Yeah, she's, yes. she's a perfect politician. I uh-huh. mean, um, <laughs> perfect. But it's not going to work out well for her. No, not it's at not all. Gonna, it's not going to go good. Like it's, yes. You, you can't stray left and, and, and it work out for you in the end, you know? You can campaign the right way and you can campaign the wrong way. So oh. she's learning in her little life, a young life, <laughs> the wrong way. And, and you're right, though. Like, when you step back and look at it objectively, there's so much here correct. Yes. Like, you you, you, you had a product people you, in, in your bracket wanted. Like, you, you knew who to talk to. You knew the strings to pull. But man, oh man, you still committed a crime. <laughs> There's no such thing as a shortcut, right? Like you yeah. gotta you gotta put in the work. You can't just make a bunch of pot brownies and hope things will work out, yeah. right? Well, and she could have done many other things to help probably win that over. I mean, but but that was that shows a drive and determination. And you know the good thing is 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 I um this is why I'm thankful for second chances. This is why I'm thankful for um do overs, kind of like like that that one thing doesn't um, determine who you are and what you are forever because what I hope is that somebody can grab this kid and and this ain't right. going to ruin her life at all you no. know she, she's it's no. it's nothing going to be uh, and I mean she may never be able to run for politics um, especially <laughs> you know anything you do forever with is, pot yeah. yes well, she, she's, she was almost homecoming queen yeah. almost there yeah. Yeah. almost um, touch greatness you know but the thing is is that if she if somebody can channel that determination that drive that that will and want to win and get her on that right, you know, not to not veer off. 
She could do some big things. It could, but it has to be either her parents yep. to teach her a lesson from this and kind of look at it objectively, or it's going to have to be some teacher or mentor, because if not, she's going to fall in with the wrong crowd again and keep making bad decisions like, ooh, this could have worked. Let me try it again, but a different way, and then it's another bad decision versus failing forward where you're successful at it. Like, ooh, this is not the right path. Maybe I should try this path and put a little extra work in to get to there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you know what I've always thought about too is, in, and in my book I talked about like, a lot of how easy and how easy it is when you're striving for anything you know to take the i mean the 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 little bitty notches and the little bit of stuff is going to come your way to take a little easy route at times building a business or building your relationship with your partners better um, or whatever it is there will be these little outside influences that go look just this one little wrong thing isn't you know if you're training for a competition right take this one little steroid shot give you a little boost correct and then that leads to one more to another one to the next to a snowball the next thing you know you are full-blown a fraud that's right you know and and that's what happens in business and in life and and that's probably what happened to this young lady which is trying to drive her all that and it's like oh i really need them this would be that over the top thing even though it's wrong but they all the wrong way always comes back to bite you. You will always never end up in the spot that you need to end up in by doing it the wrong way. It may look like it on surface for a little while right, that right. you're killing it, right? True, true. And, and it could be five years, ten years. It could look like you are home free. But it will come down. No, definitely come down. You know, like what is like who her network is, you know, yeah. her family her boyfriend you know obviously this time you're in high school her friends are they all smoking pot together like obviously were they all just sitting there like hey this is a good good idea you should put a pot you know brownies but i mean obviously she didn't act alone it was other outside influences like you said and how is that going to shape her and what happens when she comes back from this are they actually going to help nurture her into the right path or let's go back to this wrong path again into whatever she does whatever endeavor she does well and the thing is is the wrong path will come your way over and over and over. I had a um, a friend of mine that that was a guy that he he calls himself almost a recovering uh, um, a recovering do no gooder is what he called himself. <laughs> okay, you know he always would would do things a shady way. Yeah. Um, and like we playing golf one time and <laughs> oh, it no. just me and him playing golf. Like it was just there was no money involved. It's just I suck sure. at he was golf. Trying to cheat yeah. you? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. And he oh. no he he like um like flubbed his little shot like and the ball went five foot where I was like I'll just grab it and hit another I mean we're not playing for anything we're just and he's like no I gotta count that stroke I said why he goes I have to count that because my personality is I I tend to want to cheat things Mm -hmm. so if I don't count this one little stroke it can lead me to some other little thing he feels like it could be I don't you know I'm like oh you're stretching it but he knows him to know he one little thing even if it's a friendly game of golf to not not count that stroke because yeah. that can lead him back to that's a loyal guy it loyal is. to himself it is and, yep. and to know but that's the that's that's what people don't take uh seriously in the wrong thing is it's the little bitty wrong things you do right that make it easier to make that wrong decision on the big one because you've done so many little ones so like that that little bitty bitty like not counting that one little bitty stroke snowballs and makes it easier to make the wrong decision 
on a bigger ish situation because you've made so many little wrong ones. Yeah, because the wrong path sometimes is the easier path, yes. right? And sometimes you're like, oh, this feels good. But after you've like been critiqued or criticized or found out by people, then mm. it doesn't feel so good. No. So when you do the right path the right way, then you're like, oh man, this really feels good. It may be longer, tougher, and harder and more grueling, but it'll be Always long is. sustaining like a, an absolute real thing that's not going to fall apart at any given minute. Um, and Zach, I know you're trying to get what were you yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm trying to jump in here. No, yeah, there, there's 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 a visible amount of like immaturity and the longevity of this plan because what's the I mean, what's the deal? Thirty years from now, she's gonna look back and be like, oh yeah, that time was homecoming queen. Nobody nobody remembers high school. Yeah. Nobody cares. It's it's so you don't small know any time. different in high school, right? But at the time when you're in high school, it's a big deal, and she's going about it the wrong way. Because even if you do look back in thirty years and go, man, I was homecoming queen. That was great. You didn't like earn it though. You kind of cheated your way into it. So you know, it, did it really work out in the end? What were you really doing it for? Yeah, I and I, and I just say to go. I think you need to look at yourself in your life on, um, on all of the little bad decisions you make. All of the things to the little cheats, um, the little behind the behind the screen things you do, because. I truly believe if you continue to lie to yourself and do little bitty lies, you know, that you really, like, not count that little golf stroke when it's really, there's no money, it's just a friendly game, that doesn't right. sound like a bad thing, does it? No. no nobody, no. I mean, I was like, dude, just pick it up and re-hit it. It's right. no big deal. You know what I mean? Um, but those little bitty things, they add up. when you consistently do them, that when that really big thing of um, you can, you know, stab that person in the back to make yourself more money. It's easier to do it because you made so many wrong ones that that's your habit you have built up in your mind. So as a kid and as a young person or even as a an adult that's going down any of your roads, understand and know that the long process and the long game is the right way, is the sustaining way, is the way that can consistently build whatever you're trying to do That any and be prepared for those little uh, side things to come in at you and they're going to throw those little dodgeballs at you and you got to dodge them not take them one little thing will snowball into a whole lot of things and i hope that somebody grabs this young lady and she hits gets hit with the reality right now that this one little bitty seemingly smaller thing doesn't snowball into something big because um things can come your way and when you go the wrong way it may you know you may look good for a little while but it will come crashing to an end it never fails always it sometimes crashes down so We'll be back in a minute for the second segment of Second Shot. He's a suit and tie kind of guy with deep southern roots. Keith Oaks hosts more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you have not taken advantage, I have a way to save you a ton of money. I have saved over about $3,000 in the last year, and I have no hassle. Go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code SECONDSHOT. Now listen, promo code SECONDSHOT, and you're going to get a free month just for signing up and saving a ton of money. So don't be crazy. Stop sitting around talking about is this the real deal, and go do it right now. Energyogre.com, promo code SECONDSHOT in a free month. Thanks. Go get it now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. We're just over here teaching Zach a little Spanish. <laughs> big, big words you're throwing at me. Because I just learned from Marcia that, that I didn't realize she was Spanish. You know, she was a Hispanic. And 
um, you know, Jenny is as well, and I was both saying they're they're both widow. Widow. And um, <laughs> um, Zach was like, "What?" Looking at me like I just yeah, like what's that? Said something really bad. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a nice word to me, but <laughs> from far away, oh, what do I know? You're learning yeah. some Spanish. Excuse me for thinking that on occasion Heath Oaks may be prone to say something that I don't recognize, <laughs> and I approach with caution. That like is, I, yeah. that is that's good, Zach, because that's you. so true. Oh yeah, that's it so doesn't seem like it would come from you. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. Well, because I, I make up so a casually. lot of words. Yeah. Like, Whoa. I'm like the king of making up words. Oh, really? Some oh, good yeah. words in there. Because yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I mean, <laughs> grammar and all of that has, has never been my, my strong suit at all. So, like, I just, I will talk, get to talking fast and literally just make up words. Make yeah. up stuff. <laughs> and just slip two words together like, in oh, conversation. Oh, Jenny, you are widows. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny. And, like, Jenny, Jenny was like the first person ever to be like, wait, stop. What did you just say? Yeah. You know, like I, 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 one time it was, uh, I was talking about Waller, you know, go down there and Waller and, and, and Chad goes, dude, are you trying to say wallow? (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Waller. That's I'm grown up. All the redneck boy, go Waller and that stuff. I didn't know you actually say wallow is the actual correct word. Yeah. I just said Waller. So where did you come up with Waller? Where'd you get that from? Um, I mean, I, I, I grew where I grew up. Um, I would say that, um, it was half Hispanic, half white. Like my school, it was majority. Yeah. You know, okay. so, so I worked East on Texas, plant farms right, yeah. my whole life. You know, gotcha. And so I, I, you know, just growing up, you know, around a whole bunch of Hispanic and stuff, you, you hear a bunch yeah. of little, you know, not just the cuss words. Um, <laughs> and um, our we're we're gonna try we're gonna put Brighton next year into a Spanish oh. immersion. Yeah, school, oh, nice. Yeah. You yeah. know, because I mean, look, I don't know about y'all, but I wish that when I was two. I would have from get go learned a language. Would have been learning and known to like if you yeah yeah if you can speak Spanish and English you can talk to eighty eighty five percent of the world. True, true. And doing it young, I mean yep. that would be it. That's oh, all. Your go. brain is a sponge. Yes. You pick it up. It's I would. Easy. I would have. That would have been great. You know. So um, we got a lot. Of, all a lot of her books are Spanish. Um, for you. And you know our nanny speaks to her just in Spanish. Nice. And you know I just think it's a huge leg up if you can speak Spanish and English. Yeah, man. That's Does Jenny speak Spanish? She can understand a she lot. Sounds of just it. like me. It's like Spanglish going yes. on. Right. <laughs> she can like when we went on um, our honeymoon in Chile, um, or Chile, I guess. Chile. Yeah. Um, she was enough to be able to at times to be able to communicate with the people enough, figure out things we needed. She could hear enough and and say enough to yeah. do whatever. Oh. Um, but there have been times in her life she's like done the whole Rosetta Stone, whatever, to try to learn <laughs> Spanish and then quit in the middle of it all. It's but, tough. Yeah. Well, speaking of smart people, uh, our next headline uh, on a show I think many of us statistically uh, hold near and dear to our hearts. This the is probably, this has got to be a favorite of yours, I bet. Honestly, not really. No, really. I don't, I, man, I I'm, you a, for that. I'm one of those millennial, what I'm about one of those you, millennial Matt? cord cutters. I, is this you? Is this a sh- Matt not even may not uh, even know I'm, what the I'm not uh, fill me in on the on the story. No, first, the headline. I can't remember yes. the, Good, thank you, Matt. Uh, yeah. The Big Bang Theory uh, cast shed oh, tears. Oh no, not one of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> He's like no. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory cast shed tears when they learned the new season would be the last. Uh, when the Big Bang Theory ends its 12 season run in May, uh, uh, a lot of people are going to be upset, especially and not limited to. The cast of the show, uh, some of the stars, including Jim Parsons, who plays Sheldon, and Kaylee Cuoco, who, plos- who plays Penny, uh, posted the reaction on Instagram shortly after the announcement. Uh, Penny, Kaylee Cuoco, said, when I heard the news, I went through a terrible week. I was so upset. I cried every single day. Everybody seems to be pretty upset this show's ending, uh, especially the fans, especially the cast. It's been on for 12 years. There are kids walking and talking that haven't been around as long as this show. Um, so some people are, you know, 
I don't, I don't, ha- I don't have anything against you. I think like if I'm, if it's on, I watch it. And I think it's funny. I laugh. Yeah, I, CBS. It's great. It, it's comedy. It, Throw but it on. it's, it's got to be like for me to get like really, like, like into a show like where I watch everything. It's got to be. I like the, um, the. Not just like the shows that are just ongoing, the ones that have the storyline, you know, like the the Breaking Bad, the the dramatic drama complex, you know, the ones that you can't, you know, like a Big Bang Theory, you can turn on any of them at any season and, and watch, just watch yeah, it and, and thirty minutes and yeah. you're done. But so the ones that I don't know what the difference they probably call them in the TV world, but like the ones that you know Breaking Bad, you're not just going to pick it up in season three and watch one. No, you can't do that. You got to watch right. it from the beginning. So I'm the ones that. You got to watch all of them, type thing. Right, like a, a narrative structure, a little yeah. bit of drama, a little I bit. I would have never seen Keith as this being a gung ho okay. on the show. Yes, yeah. it's kind of funny. So Keith is actually like this introvert nerd guy, and he loves nerdy shows, and this is one of his favorites. Yeah. I mean, I'll pop in if it's on and watch it, but I'm, I'm like, yeah, whatever. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's funny. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I could see how the cast and crew would be sad about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, twelve years of hard work of mm-hmm. you know day in and day out. It's made them all a lot of money. A lot of Ooh, money, yes. a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. that came from this show, and that's what they're known for. That's what they're living, breathing, and that's what their soul is. I think right that now. head guy was like making fifteen million a season. Insane. He was making a lot. Insane. The uh, the Steve Urkel of the Big yeah. Bang Theory. Yeah. Sheldon. Oh yeah, he is the new Steve Urkel. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, yeah, totally. He's the nerd. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were bummed about this, and, and I guess what's the spin here? What's the, what's the headline? Or what, what's the second shot? I should say. Mine mine was really like, you know, all good things will need to come to an end. Uh huh. And it's always going to be for the good and the right things and, and for the betterment of you. You're not going to see it then. You're not going to realize it. You're going to think the world is ending. You may be sitting in that position where something has happened that, um, you know, you lost your job. You um, um, Some relationship you had has gone really sour and you're not understanding of why you... you um, a run at anything that you're doing comes to that close and, and, and maybe it wasn't on your own terms and right. so you really feel like you've been done wrong and and this is life. Right. You always, know, always. Every, this happens. Good yeah. things come to an end. Yes. yes. And you got to learn how to process it and then move on from it because apparently, obviously, the producers of the Big Brother so we're done with this. Yep. We're, we're going to move on and grow whereas the other ones are like, wait, 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 we're not ready. We're not ready to grow yet. So somewhere, even in life, someone's ready to grow, someone's ready to stay there. They're not ready to grow yet. I, you know, I'm one of those that I honestly believe that it is hard to really be at the top of your game and 100% into a passion of something for longer than 10 years. I really almost think in about hard. 10 yeah. years, you know, yeah. because you have all those people that maybe were a leader of this certain company or this certain thing that that was killing it, everybody's loved, and then, you know, but like somebody comes into it after 18 years. And they go, well, this person's really not that great. What do you, I mean, they're getting burnt out, right? Like, and sometimes you need it out of your hands to end it. So you will it. go recreate what you're doing and, and, and go, you know, um, drive something else inside yourself. You yeah, know? reinvent yourself. Yeah. It's always about reinvention. So when I was doing fitness modeling for five years, I knew that was a short-term career. Yeah. And I loved every single moment of it, you know. But after five years, it had its window of time, just like the show has. Everything has a window of time, yep. and then it's time to move on. And it's bittersweet, but when you look back, you're like, wow, it prepared me for this in life. Yeah, and I, I kind of, you know, I, I know I must sound like a broken record to the Second Shot fans that listen to every episode is, the Steve Jobs quote, you can never connect the dots forwards, you can only connect them backwards. 
and I absolutely um, believe this 100% that no matter what happens to me gets thrown out at it, that I have faith that in the end it's for the betterment. And I may not think it's fair. I may think that it's getting pulled too short. I may have all of that right now, but I've... I can look back at everything that's went wrong to me, everything that I thought shouldn't have ended or whatever it was, and I can connect those dots backwards, and it led to that next thing that maybe that next thing wasn't the smoking gun, but it was the thing that thing led me to that now has led to whatever it is I'm loving, and if it wouldn't, that wouldn't have came to an end, then I never would have gotten there. And there's a lot of people when a show like this ends that, that forget, like, I, I don't know. I, I think of this isn't a great example, uh, but the show Breaking Bad you're talking about ran yeah. for five seasons. That show was winning Emmys, had incredible writing. Like it was, it was a tremendous show. And at five seasons, they're like, we're done. And people were upset. They were like, what do you mean you're done? Like you're in your, you're in your prime. You're in a heyday. But like you got to know when, when to stop. fold them. I guess. Yeah. yeah you got to be like, you know what? We had a good thing. It'd be better to stop now and let it let it ride out like that than than to just run it into the ground. And that's it. But Marcy, isn't that the hardest thing to know? when it's time to call it quits on something it is and when it's time to you know because well don't be a quitter don't give up (laughs) keep pushing right Yeah, totally yeah well when you're in it you don't know you're like no i'm gonna keep going i'm keep going but then when all of a sudden they're like pulled the hammer on you and they're like nope we're done you're like wait a minute what am i gonna do now what's my life like think of what they're probably thinking what am i gonna do after this what's the next thing sure but that next thing will be like you have a season right yep and that season prepares you for the next season whatever that is in life and that's so true. Is that's what you got to think about your life is, is in seasons. I Definitely. mean, um, there and and you know that that's what I also think is so critical. You know, you hear about these people with marriages and stuff, right? That go, um, well, the person I'm with, you know, they're they're maybe they're going through a divorce, or whatever, and they're like, well, the person I'm with has changed. Well, yes, of you're course. both going to. I mean, and I think that's a misconception of marriage to people is that you you know it's like, well, you married me knowing this or that. It's like no, that I think. The biggest thing about marriage is understanding you've got to know that y'all have got, you've got to, you know, it's kind of like that knowing not um, go ahead and try to overcome everything that's ever going to be a conflict, right. but how to handle conflict. You know, like that's more important than, all right, let's go ahead and address these issues of do you want kids? Do you want this? Do you want that? No, let's address how do we handle conflict with inside our marriage? Because it's going to come. True. How do we handle change with inside each other? And that's why it's got to be. You have to have in it more than whatever it is at that moment, understanding that change happens. How do you change together? How can you work together? How can you handle those seasons that come? That's more important than anything. Right, because you change by yourself, yep. and then all of a sudden you change with your partner. Same it's as even the harder. show, mm-hmm. they're changing as actors, right? And they're learning and sure. they're growing in their season of acting. And the, whatever whoever called it kibosh, they've changed and they've grown too. So mm-hmm. it's how do they change and grow together in this and learn from it, you know, because there's always a lesson always. in things. When you have that season, you're like, what did I learn? And what can I get from this? So when I move on to the next thing, then I'm like, I can take this tool or skills or this knowledge to the next, you know, my tool belt for the next season of life. And it's so much easier said than done, though, when always. you're in it, right? Like right now, you, you, it's easy for us to sit here and talk about, oh, that happened, but, it, you, know, sure. we're not in, you know, we're not getting hit with it. Our, our sure. livelihood being pulled out from under us, right? Right. Um, but I would tell you that if you just have faith that in the end it's going to work out for you, if you, if you, and even if you're in that good spot, if you're in that sixth season of bang, Big Bang, right? Like there's obviously a lot longer to go. You're in the middle of that heyday. Yeah. Everything's going great. That's the time to really be setting yourself up for of understanding that when, you know, having a mental preparedness for if 
change happens, I'm, I'm, I know it's going to be for the betterment. And, and having that about your life is a whole better way um, roll with the punches because the punches are going to come your way and it's going to be how you handle them and how you deal with them more importantly than trying to go ahead and um, dodge the, the punches because the punches are going to come. How do you handle it when it happens? And I hope that if you're in that moment that something's changing or something's been pulled out and stopped right now, that this can encourage you to have faith that know that you're going to connect these dots backwards. This is going to lead you to, it may be two or three more steps before you realize what it's done, but I can guarantee you that if you have faith in the end, it's going to work out, that it's going to be something that's going to be bigger and better of a season than you ever possibly thought was actual, like on the reality of this earth, it's going to be so much better for you. So we're going to learn a little bit more about Marcy on the third segment of Second Shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Keith Oaks still to come. Ignorance on fire, a journey of failing your way to success. It is time for you to finally go get my book. You can get it in a hard copy. You can get it through reading it on your iPad or your Kindle. And you can also get it with this beautiful redneck voice of mine in audiobook style at audible.com or anything like that. So amazon.com, you can download the Kindle or paper and you can get it on the audiobook style. You've been hearing us talk about it forever and you've been trying to sit there and tell your friends, I'm going to get it one day. Today is the day. Go get it. And it will change your life. Get after it today. Ignorance on Fire, a journey of failing your way to success written by none other than myself. Thank you, love you, and go pick it up today. Stop. Go. Now. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCM. <sighs> Every time. Oh, I was waiting. I was hoping. I was, I was wondering if Zach or Matt would go, would do the other I part the, of the Brighton. What was the other part? Zach. I remember that. I remember that. Woo! Woo! All right. Marcia, Mar- I got shown up by Marcia. <laughs> right, now they're high five and Matt. What are we gonna do about this? Come on, Brighton's part of the show. Don't I you know. know. Uh, yeah. I remember the. Uh, I forgot about the woo. They're I, showing us up. Yeah. That's it. Because <laughs> yeah, you did the. Uh, and I was like Brighton, of course. Yeah. I can't wait till she can talk enough to have her on one of them. Oh like, my it gosh. Be hilarious. She's gonna be all over the place. I have a feeling she's not gonna have a shortage of words. Um, at all, Probably and she has not. to do her signature. Oh yeah, <laughs> 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 well, it's so funny. Gender, gender it, it's been hilarious. Um, on the third segment, guys, as we typically do, is take your emails or your questions or bring up some of the stuff in um, our second shot Facebook group. Go find it. Um, but today we're going to get into some of Marcia's story and kind of what she does and who she is and get let you get to know her. Um, but also remember our second shot Facebook group. Go look it up. Join it. It's great. We had a great community. Um, and just so you know, uh, I forgot who it was, but thank you for posting about the items on the website we talked about last time. I can go make it. Maybe we can get the second shot swag. Oh, yeah. Remember, somebody posted something there that would look like a good deal. I've clicked on I've read it. I've looked into it, and I'm going to keep looking into it. So oh, thank gosh. you for sending that suggestion. Um, second shot Facebook group, or you can send us an email at secondshotcast at gmail.com. Um, also, we do it all the time, but it's like a rating and a review on <laughs> iTunes. Every time. It's huge. Or share the episode. Like, click the three dots and share it on your Facebook or whatever it is for your people to see. Um, share the video we posted on the Second Shot group and all that. Like, share it and, and let's let the world know about Second Shot. Um, we wouldn't keep harping on it if it wasn't a big deal. So, do yeah. us a solid like and share, please. Thanks. And 
So to get into Marcia, I you know Jenny and I and Marcia and Keith met. I'm trying to think. It was it was a while back. I mean, it's been several years. I, I would think by now, right? A couple of years. Yeah, at least. it's been a couple of years. I mean, me, Jen, uh, what, what, what did we do? It was like the top ten most influential, influential women, women in Dallas. Yes. That's right. That That's was it. that event. I knew it was an event. Yeah, so. that that was it. That that was that was over two years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, and as she just said, she was top ten, you know, most influential uh, in Dallas. As she's been on TV several times, being studied. She's all over the internet as an influencer in in her world um, that I'm gonna let her get into, um, you know. But me, I always judge people based on their spouses. Oh, nice. I'm glad you like Keith, right? And I do. <laughs> I, I like Marcia, um, but then I meet Keith, and I really like Keith even more. Like he's such a cool. Like we, and Why I'm didn't like, we okay, have Keith then the you're show. a good person, Marcia. <laughs> um, you know, and. Uh, it's kind of like Aaron with Tiffany, right? He's like, I, yeah, I like Tiffany. I oh, met sure. Aaron, and I yes. really like had the man crush then. You we know, it's have like both on the show. Um, you know, but I heard you had a bromance with. I did. <laughs> I, I love Aaron. I think Aaron's awesome. We had him on the show too. Yeah, he nice. was on the show. Yeah, and um, you know, but uh, every time we've been around, like you and Keith, and you're, you're just um, you're you're such a real, authentic, genuine person. Thank you. And that comes across on your social media, and and as somebody who actually knows you, I'm, that that is 100% accurate about you and who you are. And that's why I kind of wanted you on because I know a little bit of your story and I know what you're doing now with your business and how well it's going. And, um, you know, I, you and Keith are, have such a healthy relationship. Um, and I just wanted to be able to get everybody to kind of get to know you a little bit more and right. see the things you do because there's nothing more than somebody who is um, a successful entrepreneur that's authentic, that's real, that's genuine that's not selling crap that's not you know like that's something that the more the world needs to be seen i appreciate and, that yeah, it took a so, lot of hard work to get there yeah, so <laughs> i want you to kind of tell your story and let the second shooters you know know a little bit about you well i've had my fair share of second shots in this world for yeah. sure wow yeah I, I, I love it you keep working in the brand name i, I appreciate do, it. that's no. synergy no but i mean it's so true in life i mean i've i feel like i've been a cat i've had nine lives okay and i always tell people you have different seasons of life and you just kind of reinvent yourself but sure. you know reinvent yourself for the better not for the worse mm -hmm. Um, so my story is, um, before I was the healthanista, you know, yeah. and if you guys know who I am, Arcia Prince, I've done all kinds of amazing stuff. My highlight reel, um, like winning Miss Bikini Universe, I've been in tons of, you know, fitness magazines. Um, just this year I got no nominated top 10 um, uh, trainers in the world. So just all these great, amazing things. But without it, it came with a major behind the scenes because yeah. people see my highlight reel and judge me like, oh, you're so lucky. You're so beautiful. You're so this. You're so Everybody that. Everybody loves the highlight they reel. They love the highlight reel. That's what it's all about. And when I do keynote speeches and I show the amazing parts of me, I'm like, uh, that's my highlight reel. That's just a blip moment in time. All the hard work is done behind the scenes. I loved you showing the picture of your high school pictures <laughs> and stuff. I went like, oh, my God, I never would have dreamed that that was you. I had a legit mullet. I had <laughs> glasses. and It was awful. It nice. was awful. Yeah. And that, well, you know, it was probably cool back then. but I mean, Oh, I don't know if it was even no. cool back then. No, it was no. an awful mullet. It wasn't a cool mullet either. So I had this awful hairdresser do the, you know what I mean? You think it's going to be cool like the beautiful girls in the movies, sure. like weird science. I was like, oh, I want Just her Just like hair. weird science. Yes. Yeah. And then you get it and you're like, what happened? I didn't look like her. Just John Hughes, so, no. Yeah. Where so, did you grow up? So I was born in Oman, Nebraska. Okay. And then uh, we actually lived in Spain for a little bit growing up. Okay. And we moved back to Oklahoma City. So I was a child of domestic violence, mm -hmm. believe it or not. So for 18 years, well, I wouldn't say 18, 17 and a half, I actually ran away from home. Mm -hmm. um, so it was 18 years of physical and mental abuse. 
So I always feel like things happen for you in life, and you don't know that till you get out of it. Um, so so grow, you, when you say 17, 18 years, you mean just growing up? Growing up. It was a, a not a healthy household. Not a healthy household. Very toxic. My father was an alcoholic. Yeah. He was very physically and mentally abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, not just four of us kids, but not to, uh, just us, our mom too. Yeah. So we got to watch us for, I, I ran away home at 17 and a half, but everyone stayed there until 18 and kind of aged out. I'm like, get me out of this, you know, let me run for the hills. Yeah, yeah. So I just kind of ran away and was like, I'm done with this. I need to find my life. You know, when you're in that situation and it's not a good thing and you are mentally basically brainwashed that you're not worthy mm-hmm. you think oh my god there's got to be something better because deep yeah. inside even though i was told that every day i thought there has got to be something better yeah and when you live that you don't kind of it's your norm you're like maybe i am a piece of crap yeah dad called me that but you don't know that and then i was starting to pick people and friends because that was my reality so i was mm. picking uh, abusive relationships yep. abusive friendships because that was the vibe I was track, attracting. That was my level. Yeah. And so after, it's, it's kind of interesting. So, so the first 28 years I tell people, and I'm 44 now, I, it was my most unhealthiest time of my life. Unhealthy. From mental abuse, physical abuse, from relationships to friendships, to my own personal. There was no self-love. Yeah. And it wasn't until, and believe it or not, Keith is my angel, my husband. Yeah. Believe it, I, tell, yeah. I always tell people he's my first life coach. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He's actually the first man I've ever been with that has never physically or mentally abused me. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So it's kind of crazy. And we've yeah. been together 15 years. But it's amazing what a real strong partner yes. can do for somebody. It is. Yeah. It, he actually gave me wings and let me fly. Yeah. And it's kind of interesting. He was so different from the rest because I'm so used to like growing up, screaming, yelling, fighting, yeah. you know, just chaos and drama and toxic you know relationships and friendships and then when i met keith he was nothing like that he's I'm, so i'm laid trying back. to poke the bear he seems so laid he back. is very laid back i'm trying to poke the bear and he's like not having it i'm like oh you're so different <laughs> wow yeah he's like who's this crazy person <laughs> so he was actually the first one that said hey i need i think you need to go to therapy and i was yeah. like i wouldn't i wasn't even a trainer i wasn't healthy i was i was eating mcdonald's still and you know you know drinking cokes and sure. all this stuff and you know, people see me today. They're like, "What? You were, you know, you drank, you know, you're drinking Coke and ate McDonald's, <laughs> and you were negative. Like, yeah. it's kind of funny. But you can change mindset. So yeah. when he told me that I needed to, you know, basically go to therapy, I thought oh, he thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> and, and so I didn't take that well, yeah. as you can imagine from my upbringing. And he was like, "No, he's like, it's for your good. It's yeah. mental health." And oh. he actually explained that to me. And I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh." And Keith was like, "Yeah, I went through a bad breakup. I got, you know, um, you know." not engaged anymore she broke up with me he said i actually went to therapy for it and i was like oh you did and he was like yeah he goes i just had to get over the hump of it so i actually don't you think if the stigma of therapy could be removed a lot yes. of people would be so much healthier oh, like yes. understanding in general that going to a therapist is not a bad thing it's not a bad thing. it's really a positive because you're gonna you, you to be able to oh, have to get that out is is key i tell people all the time it's like i I, I have one that I go to on a regular basis because I love I love to understand why I do and or think well yes. certain ways and yep. they can explain it I can help it I can get better I truly wish the stigma would be removed Me because too. if yeah. more people would take that step they would right. be healthier I think in general right and I mean it, I think even regular people should I should go to therapy too and to this day I still go to therapy I do too even though yeah. I just go on a regular yeah. just because it's like not to it's healing not to heed off of an event but sure. just to make sure and kind of stay fresh with stuff yeah I agree I agree and Keith and I go for marriage counseling too yeah. just kind of like a like a Jenny oil tune up well. for your car yes. and just to get over things that you know even if we're not in a you know bad place we're always going to have just like our own opinions yes but how do we meet together or how do we disagree 
you know, cordially and just kind of move on. And Jenny and I have them just kind of on the calendar set. Yeah. That way, that way we just go regularly because if it if it's like something happens, like we need to go to therapy, it never goes well, you no, know. No. But if you just have them scheduled, that way it's just you're constantly Stuff working. Comes out. You're working on your marriage constantly. Yeah. I agree. Here I, like I am, that. 15 years huh. later with my husband. I feel like we've known each other in a different, more intimate way than if we would never went to therapy. I agree. I probably would have been divorced. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it's I think it's something that stigma should be removed. Right. And he was actually I was going to nursing school at the time, and I wasn't really happy with it. And it was my last year, and he was in his last year of law school. And I was just like, oh, I just went to four years of college and about to graduate this last semester. And I don't even want to be a nurse, you know, like because my mom was a nurse. My grandmother's a nurse. I got pushed into it. It's kind of one of those family things. Yeah, yeah. And then I on the side, ironically, while I was eating my cheeseburger, I like to go work out. And Keith was like, why don't you do something in like physical therapy, occupational therapy or become a personal trainer? And I at first I thought, oh personal trainer that's below me it's beneath me like I had such a negative view of thing I would never take things and with an open mind be like "Mm, you got a point or I could see that so he actually had taught me different ways like he actually noticed my passion before I did yeah yeah so anyways long story short he uh, I went there we started getting my mind right that was the most important was my my mind and it was about um, self-love just different things for self-love so my therapist you know just told me different ways and told me even at that time she goes I know you have an abusive relationship with my, your parents. You might need to write them off for a little bit mm-hmm. just so we can get your mind right so you can get to a different place and perspective and look back. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. But then I, I took her. I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I need to do yeah. that because if I keep getting positive with you and Keith and then go back to the negativity, it's like this awful hamster well. Yep. Which we, it's kind of like yo-yo dieting. Yep. You go yeah. on this diet, then you get off. And then you go yep. on this diet, get off. So I did. I wrote them off for a while so I can get my mind right. Yeah. And it was the best thing I've ever done. So um, moving forward, that Keith's like, oh, you love you know fitness. So I ended up being a personal trainer. And I fell in love with it. And, and I would say the workout part then made me start thinking about what I put into my body. Yeah. Then I was like, maybe I should change the way I eat, too. So I did. So I started changing things. But I went from the standard American diet, you know, which is like cheeseburgers, hamburgers, anything that go in my <laughs> mouth, <laughs> to... <laughs> like all these crazy yo-yo diets mm-hmm. it was on the shelf i was like "Ooh, the south beach diet it's out Ooh, adkins diets out yeah. so then i went from yo-yo dieter which wasn't good either yeah as a personal trainer and then i was that trainer i was like you need to eat a lot of protein all this meat yeah yeah <laughs> so it's funny even my evolution of a personal trainer yep. i would say even a health coach for 15 years has changed so yeah i no longer was like eating all those crazy stuff or you know fancy marketing yep. you fall for fancy marketing it's like fat free sugar free this that so I was like, no, I just need to eat real whole foods. At the end of the day, you learn it's it's really basic. It's yep. eating real whole foods. It's getting your body moving and the mental muscles. So mm. when I teach my clients. And it's not a quick fix. Not a quick fix. The yo-yo diets are what quick fixes because they can't sustain them. Exactly. And you, like anybody can lose 10, 40, 50 pounds on a quick fix. Yeah. But you can't sustain it. And I tell my clients when they come to me, when they're like, I, I want to lose 20 pounds or 100 pounds. I'm like. You can lose that. You know, do you want to get your goal weight or your goal lifestyle? Yep. Let's, let's focus off weight and let's focus on your lifestyle behaviors. That, that's going to get you there where you're able to keep it off, sustain it, and live happy while you have, you know, your little fun creature treats, you know, that yeah. life brings you that you have to have with friends and family, but not overindulging. Because people are, I feel like they're all or nothing. They're like yeah. on the standard American diet, eating all crazy, not working out. And then they'll like cut everything and then eat this crazy restrictive yeah. diet. And then they start working out and you're like... 
all right, that's not going to work for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not long term. Not long term. I've learned it the hard way. But yeah, it was it was a lot of hard work yeah. um, to get healthy. So when people are like, oh, you can't relate. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> I can relate. Right. I was the most negative person on the planet. I ate McDonald's every single day. And a little side note, I worked at McDonald's and Taco Bell. And I ate the stuff every day, every single day. So. Jenny worked at Taco Bell, too, when she was young. <laughs> My mom worked at McDonald's. Yeah. 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 Hey. So, you know, and I, I, that's where I actually became addicted to fast food. Like, I loved it. Cheeseburgers were my thing. Well, so. it's not to love. See, I never, I would have never guessed that about you because I, I, I now know, I know, only know not you now. now. Not right. now. Right. No. So your business, tell them, what are you, where, what's the website of your business and what is your business and what could, if there's somebody that, you know, could be a potential customer. So what, what sure. is yours now? So uh, my business is called Plant Chicks mm-hmm. and we actually train um, or just educate women only on mm-hmm. health. So we have coaching programs for women. And um, basically, we help women rock out with their brock out, is yeah. what we call it. Um, and it's just basically, it's helping women get off diets, because I always say the word diet has die in it. Yeah. You will die. If you keep going from diet to diet to diet, you're going to die. Yeah. Let's get you on a sustainable lifestyle where you can be happy in life. And there's no one size fits all. You're not selling the get rich quick scheme oh, or the get healthy quick no. scream. No. You're, you're selling the long long term actual sustainable if you're willing to, to do healthy. the work yeah willing to do one the work one little thing at a time to right. be healthy long term not quick right and a lot of personal trainers out there focus on weight i focus on non-scale victories what's a non-scale victory because yeah. people are always like what is that like not stepping on the scale of course mm-hmm. but maybe you went to sleep and got eight hours that's mm-hmm. a non-scale victory yeah. maybe you drank a gallon of water throughout the day that's yeah. a non-scale victory maybe you didn't eat fast food or sugar for the day yeah hey you got you got to take your wins and celebrate them where you can because if not you're always going to be like you know measuring yourself up to i can't do this it's too much it's too hard it's too this or i failed my diet and then you go back the next day not eating the right foods because you're like i, I just messed up i'm like i can't do this yeah so i take the focus off the food and incorporate more like fruits and vegetables and let's focus on your non-scale victories and so is plant chicks plant chicks now is it c it's not c-h-i-c-k-s right no 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 yeah, not, not like the little baby chicks but yeah. no it's c-h-i-c like chic like yep. plant chic but yep. plantchicks.com and they can go to there and they can also look you up on uh that are you just marzia prince on all the yeah you can go to networks? marzia prince um or you can even go to plant chicks yeah so that's my business one and go yep. there and they can learn a little bit about all the programming yes. if they were interested in it then they could look to sign up with you and connect with you on all social media that's correct you're out there on everything you're always putting out a bunch of you know free content as well always free yes always yeah. want to educate people because i mean obviously i've had people help me along the way i feel like i need to help others and pay it forward yeah well, I appreciate you coming on, and um, I actually want to get more into about you two on the next episode because you're going to be here for the next uh, podcast as well. And on that third segment, I, I want because I got some questions about your story. Ooh. I wanted to ask you about as well Ooh. on the next episode since you're going to stick around and do another one with us. Um, but I appreciate you coming. Um, and where can they find you at Zach? Uh, you can find me at Apple Zachintosh on Twitter and Instagram. I'll be on that Facebook page too. I'll make sure I tag Marcia when I post the show. Uh, so if you're looking for her, you can find her there. Hey Marcia, right. where on what all social networks are you on? Plant Chicks. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, Ed Heath Oaks at Ignorance on Fire, and we'll see you next time. I love you guys. Bye.
Radio.